fucking thing sucks. And yeah, it's time. It's that time of the week. Uh, for some of our more infrequent listeners, that time of the month, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And we're here to review at least a movie. Mm-hmm. And that is The Cop Guarantee. Joined by me today, who you already know, is Luke. So up with it? Um, how he's doing really doesn't matter. How I'm doing also is superfluous it's, it's irrelevant to the bags uh, yeah just you know this isn't a this isn't the view okay mm-hmm. this is serious mm-hmm. uh you see any good movies lately yes uh, name a couple name three name th- I, I can name three is, uh, can no, you name I, four no okay well yeah, i'll settle i saw a ponyo nice i saw Okay, this one, I'm going to be honest, I don't remember its full title because it's really long. Uh, so, uh, okay, good. Don't be a menace to the Central while drinking juice, your juice, in the hood. <laughs> the classic um, Wayans brother comedy yes. film. And I saw Ready or Not. I'm not familiar. It was a 2019 horror comedy movie. Uh, so I saw Ponyo, and it was pretty good, uh, very pretty. Uh, one thing that I've noticed about these Studio Ghibli movies is like they take this epic idea and then they smush it down to an hour and a half. Oh, uh, like it's not enough time? Yeah, and I'm assuming that's just because their animation is very expensive. Um, but it, Ponyo is this goldfish. I don't know if it's like supposed to be an actual goldfish and then they're representing it in this weird hybrid way because do you know ponyo i remember seeing the advertisements when it came out i remember those weirdly advertised heavily when it came out like on tv mm-hmm. and i just remember it was like this weird fish girl yeah they called it goldfish and everyone just like reacts to it, like oh what a cute goldfish I remember as a kid thinking, like, this is weird. <laughs> Japanese animation. What are these guys up to? <laughs> the, the, I saw I had, like, a Ponyo ad in, like, my insert for, like, my Up Blu-ray mm-hmm. or something. And I was like, what the fuck are these guys on about? Okay, now this is cinema right here. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, this kid finds her, takes her in. She escapes, or she she gets taken back to the ocean by her father figure guy. Uh, also a goldfish? No, he's just, like, a guy, but he's, like... He's, like, Team Aqua in Pokemon Sapphire, where he just wants the world to be water and people to become fish or something. Okay. I don't know. His is... Understandable. Uh, his motivations are vague. Um, but Ponyo wants to become a human, and then she becomes a human, and then we're like, okay, well, that was kind of the, the movie. And then there's a huge flood because of this. And then the kid, I forget his name. Oh, it's uh, Sasuke. Sasuke. But it was with an O instead of a U. So. Oh, okay. Saso- Sasuke. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Um, he has to deal with the flood, and then he meets up with Ponyo, and then they become children lovers, and then... <laughs> Why do you have to say it like that? <laughs> what, what, what did you mean by that, though? What did you mean by that? Moving on, and then he has to... Uh, they have to deal with this flood. It, it's kind of weird. They kind of, you know, jump around, um, sa- same sort of fashion as, like, uh, Excalibur. Or it just feels like they're not miss they're missing. It's like okay, moving on. Yeah. 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 Um that I found that they do that a lot in Studio Ghibli movies, but um score was great, animation was great, good time. Um uh, is let me ask you something. Is the like the message of the movie like environmentalism or something? A lot of like Miyazaki movies are. Yeah. Um so yeah. So it's like, ah, treat the oceans more better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they have this one scene. It's not like 
they're not beating it over your head yeah. um, but there's like a scene where you see like com- commercial fishermen and it, they portray what they're doing as really dirty and gross that sort of thing yeah okay I see well but of course we don't want our, our cute little ponyos to get no. harvested and put the <laughs> cans of tuna or whatever oh. they're so cute so cute cute little ponyo uh, don't be a menace to the South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Uh, not as good as Ponyo. But it was a good movie, though. No. Well, you know what? I can't even oh. say in good conscience. I was under the influence, and <laughs> I'm, I lost a plot like seven, eight times in the movie. But, but it was good. phased in and out of reality, <laughs> and then the Wayne brothers were saying some stupid shit on the screen. I def- it- Both Wayans in this one. That's a good sign. Sean Wayans was okay as Ashtray, and uh, but uh, Marlon Wayans was just playing a dumbass again, uh, like he is in uh, Scary Movie, where he's just in all his movies, I'm making it's, a it, face. It's always it's always that stupid face. Yeah, I remember seeing a Netflix ad or movie from him like a few years ago, and this is the last I've seen of him. Mm-hmm. I remember he did Fifty Shades of Black, which was the. Which was like, that was the last parody movie I remember. Okay, I remember recently on the show, I said, where are parody movies? <laughs> that was the last parody movie I remember. Mm-hmm. It's Fifty Shades of Black. And then he did a movie where he's in a time loop. And every time he wakes up naked in an elevator. And it's a Netflix movie called like Naked or something. Mm-hmm. I really don't like Marlon Wayans. Um, it's You get the sense like he could be doing more better and he has some stuff. Yeah. But, like, he's kind of like the black Adam Sandler. <laughs> where whatever whatever artistic integrity he used to have, if any, he just... He sold it years ago. He <laughs> traded it in at the pawn shop. I get the feeling like he could be the black Jim Carrey, but instead he just makes this one stupid face. <laughs> it's just... Oh, and he makes a bug-eyed look. He's stupid. He looks like a dumb baby when he does that. And he has a movie where he's like a dumb baby that I saw. <laughs> it's like where he's like an adult baby. You know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? It's yeah. really fucking... Oh, he, no, he's like a... He's a little person, but he pretends to be a baby. What is it? The name? I, t- a little Man, I think. <laughs> Maybe Little Man is the movie. Okay. Stupid. Or like little people are stupid is maybe the title. <laughs> so, so like that. Couldn't get away with it now. No, to, couldn't get away with it. Um, this, but the movie is it, it's kind of odd because it's supposed to be a parody of like I guess like mm, hood movies, like like Friday yeah. and like uh, Boys in the Hood yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think there is a, a movie called like Don't Be a Menace uh, as well, which is yeah. A, a hood movie but you know number one i'm not black uh so I'm you're not, not black in the 90s in california no so i think some of the jokes kind of went over my head and it was also just odd because they are black and then they're almost like they're poking fun at um messages or like portrayal of violence in hood movies and then I feel like they're doing like a disservice to their people almost. Yeah. Like the movie starts with like in the hood, no one lives past the age of like twenty one because like you'll get killed. And then it's like this guy, he's like, "Oh, it's my birthday, yeah!" And then the guy just comes up and shoots him. And it's like, well, I mean, <laughs> there is a lot of violence in, in the hood, <laughs> little so. guys, a little insensitive here, you know. It's kind of odd. I don't know. And then they do this thing where Sean Wayne's character Ash Ashtray will sort of come to a realization about problems in the hood and then he'll sort of like philosophize about them out loud and then this male man comes and he says message every time he does that and i don't know if they're trying to do like hey stupid we're emphasizing the message or if they're like messages in hood movies are so blatantly obvious we're just gonna make fun of that I mean, yeah, like, to be fair, like, even in Friday, which is, like, a dumb comedy, they're, like, don't use... <laughs> the message of Friday, don't use guns. Yeah. Punch just, people. Just punch punch people, because <laughs> you'll probably walk away from that, <laughs> and then you won't become a statistic. Yeah, like, I get that. Like, in Boys in the Hood, it's like, ah, oh, we're never making it out of the hood, you know? Mm-hmm. There's always the one we le- leave behind. Um, but was it laugh out loud funny? Some parts. Uh, there, uh, all I remember is there was a scene where Sean Wayans punches a couple kids, and that was really funny. That was a loud, loud moment. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was the best part of the movie. 
Okay, so would you recommend this to watch in uh, while you're intoxicated? We'll say. Sure. Sure, it's a sure. Skip the Marlon Wayans scenes and. Well, what if I'm? That this seems like you know if I'm gonna be intoxicated, it looks like it's gonna come on on cable or something. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like. We'll PVR it. He's the main. Also, he's the main character of the movie. Is he not? So it's gonna be a lot of. No, Ashtray is. Oh, and yeah. oh, okay, I see. Well, he's not billed first. He's not billed first on this Google listing. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, a lot of the jokes are also like very uh, obvious like they have this grandma character and I'm like she's gonna just start cussing and she's and yep what's up (laughs) n-word you uh broke ass motherfucker (laughs) all that stuff yeah that's his character right right there with condoms in his hair and pacifiers he just makes that face all movie All, all movie finally the movie that proves that justice isn't always poetic Jungle fever isn't always pretty, and higher learning can be a waste of time. I think those are all hood movies. I know higher learning is like a movie where like this lady goes, I think this white lady goes to the hood and has to help these inner city black kids rise up. So yeah, it looks like it was. It's it, so it's you know he. I guess their thing is parody movies, and they did a parody of uh, socially conscious black films. Uh, I hate I hate this face. Yeah, yeah me too. I like I I yep. I don't really subscribe to the idea of punchable faces, <laughs> but this makes me reconsider. I I think this must be like the uh, the advertisement they used in more like uh, kid orientated places because here he just has a Glock. He just has like a straight up Glock. A water gun. But I mean, he's that, whatever. You can't emphasize. Look, this is too. This is too overt. Okay, <laughs> to have the Glock in your face. To the listener, we're talking about that picture. That Go look up "Don't to. Be a Menace" and compare picture one <laughs> to picture two. Okay, and you know what we're talking about. Is higher learning based off of the true story? Because I know there was like some. I don't know. Like, I think I saw a bit of it to go a long time ago, but I just know of it. Uh, so I'm gonna give "Don't Be a Menace." Uh, 4.5 bags out of 20 and then ready or not it's like a horror comedy it came out in 2019 and it's about this lady that gets married into a family and whenever someone gets married into the family it's tradition that they play a random game because their family is very rich and made their fortune in selling games um, like like a like they're the Parker brothers or something they're yeah like Hasbro okay, yeah okay um she picks uh, her card, and she has to play hide-and-seek, but it's spooky hide-and-seek, so if they find her, they'll kill her, wow. and then begins the hunt. And then it's kind of like Die Hard in the big house. Um, I don't know, five bags hey. for, <laughs> for that movie. What, what was wrong? What's, was it scary? Was it funny? Um, was, that- it, was it incisive social, social commentary about... Uh, some no, no. It was kind of funny. Uh, there's some cool gore if you're a gore head. And, uh... <laughs> I'm a gore head myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, as the movie went on, it became more and more of a comedy. At first, it was taking itself really seriously, and I was like, okay. Like it's it's it. One part is that I don't like about it is that it's just so unbelievable like the premise that this family really takes us all so seriously and everyone in the family goes along with them they're like okay I guess we're gonna have to play hide and seek and kill her now because it's tradition and the husband's like cool with it or so he is like he has this whole thing throughout the movie where he's kind of like estranged from the family and you get the sense that he is not cool with it because uh, he like helps her escape and yada yada, yada. but then twist he is cool with it and then he, like it's the, it's the get out moment yes he sells her out um, but the reason why they all go along with it is that they believe that if they don't they will be killed by this guy named LaBelle um, LaBelle? yes who the fuck is that? Uh, it turns out he's just like Satan oh yes and their ancestor made a deal with him or something. Oh, supernatural twist. Yes. 
Um, but like even then, even if some members of the family believed in that, I mean, why would everyone believe in it? It's just it. It's kind of weird. But I mean, the joke. Not five bags. Look at the six bags. The jokes are are funny throughout. The gore is good if you're a gore head. Yada yada yada. Uh, the ending's funny. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Well, she she makes it till dawn because they're like we have till dawn to find you. Um, by escaping, being brought back, escaping again, cat and mouse chase throughout. Um, and then it's dawn, and then she's like, "Ha ha, I won!" And then they're they, they're all standing around. And they're like, "Huh, I guess this was horseshit." <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> And then they just start exploding and uh, blowing up in chunks because they failed to get her. Um, so Satan is punishing them. Oh. Uh, and then the husband is like the last one left and he's like, please, baby, please believe me. Like, take me back. Come on. And she's like, mm, eat shit. <laughs> and then he just blows up. And then she's like sitting there covered in blood and guts, smoking a cigarette in her wedding dress. It's all torn and black and the cops roll up. That is like, hey, that sounds a lot like Get Out, actually. Yes. Hey, wait a second. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was content. It's it'll, content. It'll get you by. What else can we ask of our media than to be content? Yeah. Something for the joke heads. Something for the gore heads. All right. I remember. I think I remember seeing like a couple ads when it came mm-hmm. out with that lady in the wedding dress or mm-hmm. some. All right. She's okay. She, uh, she gives me like um, Christian Stewart vibes. Oh, so is, uh, is that a good thing? Or? Where she's like doing a lot of like facial acting, like a lot of <laughs> sort, sort of yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of looks to the audience. Just imagine what I'm the actions I'm doing and the faces just I'm doing. Just think right of now. the. It's, it's just imagine Kristen Stewart. You're doing the you know whatever she does. Yeah. Alright, that's pretty cool. Um, I didn't really... Okay, you know what? I saw Grown Ups 2. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Good movie? Uh, I think that movie has like 6 on Rotten Tomatoes. 6% oh, out of 100. Okay. And yeah, it's like, you know... It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the burp snart you know it's a classic joke i guess um is that like a double pipe classic uh to watch grown-ups one and two no the burp snart yes you know of the double pipe classic? no i don't know what you mean (laughs) oh it was just this like meme on uh your mom's house where you burp and fart at the same time oh so it's like it's not the double pipe it's the triple pipe What's the burp snort? The burp snort is burp, fart, and sneeze. And that it, yeah. That's so, like a soft reboot. Holy shit. Right? It kind of <laughs> send you back to factory settings. Yeah, they did that a couple times in the movie. That's a gag. Um, it's, you know what? Yeah, here's, the movie sucks. Like, come on. It's like one of the shittiest movies I've ever seen. It's just like, it's so nothing. Um, you know what? It's not even fun for the whole family, which I thought was going to be. I watched this with uh, my girlfriend and some of her family. That movie's so horny. It's so horny. Wasn't the first one horny? Yeah, I guess. I haven't seen the first one in a while, but I remember like that being like a shitty movie and like kind of horny, but like, all right. This movie is like absolutely terrible and like also horny throughout. How so? It's like, first of all, all the all the women in it are total babes, and they just get ogled over, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, sh- shake your boobs. Aha, uh-huh, we're all looking at her boobs. Like, it's like, it's too much. It's too much. What is it rated? I like, it has to, uh, probably like PG-13, because like, you don't see any nudity, but it's just, I, I don't know. There was something about that movie that was like, wow. Uh, I, you know, I did see that in theaters. <laughs> In 2013, and I remember being like, "Yeah, that was shitty." But it's different <laughs> when you watch it again ten years later. So I think, I think I'll say I'll recommend it just as a retrospective to see how much you as a person have grown. I'm sure that was really fun for the guys, for the, like Adam Sandler and his buddies. Yeah. It's like one of those movies. Like, yep. like hey, this is the end. I I, I always say like I, I don't like that movie because it's just them fucking around. Mm-hmm. But that like had some jokes and that's content. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is not 
content at all. <laughs> it just sucks. And they didn't even they couldn't even fucking get Rob Schneider back. Why would I, count your blessings. No, why would I even watch this if they can't even get Rob Schneider back? I remember he you know it's like he was he was more he was the funniest of those guys. <laughs> okay, because he's had a weird thing, gets an arrow in the foot in the first one. Adam Sandler's nothing. David Spade, <laughs> he's just a creepy uncle, that's his job. Nice. You almost you almost buy it, but it's just he's not doing any work. It's whatever. Um, so yeah, I had to watch that. Uh, I saw some of Jailhouse Rock with Elvis. I didn't finish it. I was like, yeah, so we should watch an Elvis movie. See mm-hmm. if Elvis is a good actor. Yeah, he's not. Uh, he's like, you know, it's kind of monotone. He's whatever. He's charismatic enough to carry it. Um, the singing is good. He's a good singer. And um, he should looking yeah that's like the plot of the movie and i'm guessing that's the plot of a lot of the movies like he just (laughs) it's just this working class guy gets into a fight at a bar and then he kills the guy accidentally and they put him in jail and then his cellmates like hey you got a good voice let's uh (laughs) let's make let's make money off this then he gets out and then the cellmates like oh let me you owe me you owe me for this you gotta help me out and there's also like weird commentary on like country music becoming po- po- like passe mm-hmm. and then rock and roll being the thing because Elvis does that and his older cellmate plays country and everyone's like, this is boring as shit. This sucks. <laughs> um, the Jailhouse Rock sequence is cool. It's okay. It's like a mediocre movie. It's mildly entertaining. I feel like Elvis. I, like I said, I didn't finish it. Has this actor the main the lead actress in this is cool it's like this kind of older lady that kind of uh, not older she's like she looks like a few years older than Elvis but she's kind of like seductive and stuff a weird thing though as I I was like oh, I wonder if I've seen this lady in something and like shortly after the movie release she died in a car accident at like the age of twenty four hmm. so I'm gonna dedicate this episode to her and her family what's her name I don't remember okay well shout out to her. shout out to her. <laughs> And her family. <laughs> uh, I think that's all I watched. Oh, also, I was uh, in my hotel and I watched some of the Batman on cable. Nice. And then I fell asleep maybe after he goes to see Riddler. Okay. In the prison. Yeah, I'm going to... That, that's a th- Yeah, that's a three out of five bag movie. I, can't, I really can't give it any more. Yeah. Um, I, I think I like it less every time. So that's a good side. Yeah. I mean, I've only seen it the one time, but I'm pretty sure that's that's what I gave it to. It's like, too long. It's like a literally too dark. It's not it's not very visually interesting to be honest. No. And he's not that interesting of a Batman like Christian no. Bale is. Like at the end of The Dark Knight, that's a really powerful yeah. ending. This one is just Okay. It's just it's it's like the Batman that the fans want, mm-hmm. where it's it's hilariously dark, and Batman is like an autistic mental patient <laughs> who fights less autistic mental patients, and then um, tragic stuff happens, and it feels good to watch the superhero movie because it's <laughs> serious. Yeah, I don't know. And I saw like 20 minutes of Star Trek 09. I'm going to give it that 5 out of 5 bags. <laughs> and I saw that on the cable. It was a good movie, great movie. One of the movies. One of the movies of all time. <laughs> That's it for me. I'll, you know what? I'll, um, I, I was watching some of this stuff. And I was like, I'm going to watch. I want to watch some good movies. Like, let's go to the list and like find something good. So I'll try to do that for next week. Okay. I'll, I'll try to watch a classic film that is classic for a good reason. I'll do the same, which I always say, just like when we were gonna watch uh, Light and Magic, but this ah, time shit, it will I happen. About that. This time it's for real. We're done fucking around, okay? Like when I said I'd watch Ponyo two months ago, it happened. Oh, did he say that two months ago? <laughs> it just takes time, guys. Yeah. Okay. All right. What are what's the movie we had to review today? You picked it. We went to the we went to the Grand Authority, the Grand Arbiter of cult movies, and we picked you picked a movie. And what's it called? What's it about? What's what's the vibe? Why don't you tell us? 
<laughs> Talk about a movie about nothing. Okay, this is uh, The Crawling Eye, or as I learned while watching this YouTube rip, uh, the, tra- the Trollenberg Terror, as it's called in which, the UK. Which, to be honest, is a... Okay, it was... Well, title. Yes, because it doesn't spoil it. Yeah. It doesn't spoil what is basically a, uh, a third act reveal. Um, and... It's more ominous, although Trollenberg is kind of a funny name. It's like that's like that bitch teacher you hate in elementary <laughs> school, you know. Um, so, what happens in the movie? <laughs> God, so what I what's the plot? Like I, just what, it's uh, an action-packed yeah. mystery sci-fi film. What's what's going on in it? I was curious if it was gonna be like them, or if it was gonna be like Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. Uh, or like the blob uh, yeah it's like the latter uh, <laughs> these guys oh Jesus uh, these guys are climbing on a hill someone dies <laughs> a bunch of a bunch of who's go up uh, to the mountain hey that's weird let's talk about it for an hour uh, they do that this girl has psychic powers what does it amount to nothing um, that was a weird thing to casually drop. We'll get into that later. German scientist guy. Yeah. He's there telling him how it is. Also, Jordan Peele, um, I'm on to you. You kind of yeah. ripped off this movie yeah, that's with exactly. Nope. It does think it too. So there's this cloud that moves around, does weird stuff. Radioactive, and it doesn't move. There's if you've been to the theater this summer, you might remember something like that. There's nothing in this movie to talk about. What? Okay, listen, 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 listen. Okay, this is what they fucked up on this movie. Okay, it's just like a, it's just like a, a typical black and white sci-fi '50s B movie. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't have too much stuff in it because they take too long to have any special effects because I imagine the budget was terrible. Yep. Basically, you follow this UN. It's the they, he's like a U United Nations problem solver. Um, that's like the I guess that's like the nice version of whoever the CIA sends to <laughs> cause civil unrest. Anyway, he's like he goes to this. He's going to Trollenberg because something happened in the Andes where people disappeared, and he can prove it. And we said, "You idiots." <laughs> so now they send him to Trollenberg and he's got to find out what's going on. He's got like a journalist buddy who is like the co-lead, I guess. Then there's these two ladies that um, our hero Alan meets on the train. And they're a mind reading act. What The younger sister, Anne, can read minds. Yep. She's telepathic. That's, you know. And then her sister, Sarah, is just there to profit off her. Yes. And basically, they're important in the plot because they... Anne has, like, a telepathic connection with the Trollenberg terror, um, which makes it so that she does weird things and acts weird in a way to advance the plot. Yes. I was really waiting for this 40-year-old man to, like, make out with her, being this, like... (laughs) Okay, well, you know, I thought that I was like the girl. I thought the girl was sixteen. Okay, first in the opening scene, I was like, "Oh, that's her mother." (laughs) (laughs) Which okay, then later on, they're like, "Oh, their sister's Emma Kate." Maybe I was out. Maybe that would have been her mother. She had her when she was like (laughs) twelve. But I think the girl's supposed to be an adult, even though she looks like a kid because they give her liquor and stuff. Okay, and and I looked, and I looked. The actress was twenty-two. At the time of filming. But yeah, she looks like a kid. And they treat her like a kid. And she acts like a kid by just opening her eyes wide and going, I gotta go to the mountain. I gotta, I gotta go. Um, basically, they're just investigating what's going on. The problem is that... Uh, also, there's a German scientist guy. And you'll see later, his, his lair looks like the German scientist in Captain America, the Dude. first Avenger. That's like a, spot that's a, on. That's, they must have watched this movie. <laughs> you know what? You, here's the thing with this movie. Is it good? Not really. But apparently it's quite influential on other more decent films. So I'm going to give an... Uh, later I'm going to give an extra <laughs> bag 
for that reason. Okay, okay, I'll give it an extra bag as well. Okay, the problem is the movie's boring as fuck. Uh, no action. <laughs> I guess suspense is, like, the main appeal here, but... Um, it's a slow burn. Who cares? Um... The characters are whatever. They're just stock. <laughs> like, you know, in them, I think we said, like, oh, they're stock 50s characters. But even those guys had more personality yeah. than this. Even the blob has Steve McQueen. <laughs> even the 50-foot woman has a 50-foot woman and an infidelity plot. What does this have? Really nothing. Nothing. It's just people talking. And then I there's, like, this thing where the eye sends these little minions, which are, like... Whoa, 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 you're getting too far ahead. You're getting too far sorry, ahead. Sorry, sorry, That's sorry, a big sorry. reveal. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's a big reveal. Sorry. This, okay, uh, they sit around and talk for 40, minute, 40 more minutes, they're, and then... They try to investigate what's going on. Like, hikers go up, and they're like, hey, what's going on? One of them disappears. The phone line gets cut. Oh, the phone line gets cut. They find bodies without their heads. Yeah. And they find that they're frozen solid. Kind of weird. And then... <laughs> Let me just up the speed here so we can, <laughs> you know, move along. Get on with it. <laughs> Get on with it. What else happens? Uh, yeah, yeah. See, that looks just like Captain America: mm-hmm. First Avenger. If you guys are curious, I'm go to fifteen thirty on the YouTube version that is available to watch on YouTube. Just look up the crawling eye. Give it a like. Uh, give it a like. We actually didn't even need to go to Blockbuster this time, which really saves me a trip, especially with gas prices right now. <laughs> that, that was really convenient. Uh, I'm not really sure how the creators were getting money from this, and I'm also not sure what Nostalgia Flicks colon sci-fi is in terms of dis- movie distributing. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, um, they talk, and it has like a bunch of premonitions all the time that tell her to do stuff. And she'll faint. Classic telepath stuff. And... And, yeah, they... Look, it's not... There's there's no color in this movie, literally, but also no color because it's... It's, it's just shots of people. It's just shots of people. Of them, like, bust up. Yeah. There's no... There's no, like, there's nothing really inventive about this movie. There's, like, the classic 50s camp uh, shot where it's a bunch of people in a room and a few of them are sitting around the table. Maybe one guy's, like, sitting on a counter smoking a cigarette Mm -hmm. and they're just, like, having a roundtable discussion. There's that. But then it's just people walking around, people on the phone, people talking. Lots of people on the phone. And it's like, hey, you know, maybe if I didn't know that the title was The Crawling Eye, which is only a thing for U.S. audiences, yeah. but I guess because the Trollenberg terror is not really that enticing. A little British. So they have to spoil the movie and say, guys, there's going to be, <laughs> just hold on, there will be a crawling <laughs> eye that comes up. So, yeah, eventually they find out that, then they're like, oh, maybe it's, a-. the scientist is like, oh, I think it's aliens. And it is. And the cloud hides an alien, but the alien is just a big eye. Or it's like a big creature with a big eye in it. And like the creature looks kind of cool in a cheap way. Yeah. It has like cool uh, sound effects like to it. Like it's like natural vibration. Yeah. Sounds cool. Um, It's, I like. I like the effect they do. I think it's just a real eye that they put on somebody. Plaster, maybe. I don't know. Give me, like, a Racerhead vibes. Yeah, like a Racerhead baby vibe. Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong. They don't show it that much, which is unfortunate. Like I said, it's, like, in the last 20, 25 minutes of a movie that's about an hour and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, that stuff is cool. That's kind of scary. I guess, like, the best part of the movie is when stuff starts to happen. Yes. Around that 15 minute mark. Yeah, and then uh, people, some people die. And all right, so what they fi- what happens <laughs> is the cloud goes down to the village. So they're like, we got to get everybody out because this is bad news. So they go up to the observatory. Yeah. And Alan is like, what do we, how do we stop these guys? You know? He's and- got to put his UN mega mind to <laughs> Uh, I'm a problem solver. That's my job. <laughs> How do I solve this problem? 
He's got a really, he's got a really brain blasted. So he finds, well, the monsters are cold. <laughs> so what if we use hot? <laughs> so uses Pokemon logic. So he, he's like, he calls in an airstrike <laughs> or a firebombing strike because that'll blow up the cold aliens. Yes. And in the meantime, they wore them off with Molotov cocktails. Yes. And then. Um, the movie ends because the aliens all get blown up. Wow. <laughs> uh, if you want to watch a movie like this, that is a trillion billion. It's such a large number. I can't even say it a million <laughs> times bit better than this. Watch Gojira, which is like the same structure, but way more interesting. Let's talk about the political undertones here. What is the crawling eye really meant to mean, given it's in 1958? Well... You know, the Molotov cocktail has to be deliberate symbolism, a uh, symbolism, okay? Because it's the Soviet because what are we worried about? Soviet spies. So the crawling eye is kind of, you know, it, it, in modern parlance, you could say it's the imposter among us <laughs> that really was of concern during the Cold War. Yes. So I'll also give a bonus bag for political commentary. I will not. Okay. I'll be removing a bit <laughs> because of it. But the political commentary? Why? Yeah, well, that's want, just my. Inter- I want politics. Well, that's just my. In my, in my well, that's, movie. that's just my interpretation. Also, that's like every '50s monster movie is, dude. It's the communists that are the monsters somehow. <laughs> um, there's no political commentary in Gojira. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no um, stand-up performance. Everybody's lame. Um. Sometimes there's some action where a guy gets possessed by the crawling eye or he's like a, a minion of the crawling eye. Can I talk about that now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get to that part, I guess, now that we're past that. Yeah, so there's like uh, a couple of guys that are like minions of the crawling eye. Um, yeah, they're like zombies, I guess. It's like the thing. Yeah, where they're like, they're just, or is it reminding me of like uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. You know that? Yes, yeah. because they snatch bodies. They, like I said, imposters among us. That gives you some little action. You get some like Star Trek TOS fights where they go boom, bap, bap, and punch them down. And, and they struggle and they go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a big. T- it's it's less of a fight and more of a tussle. Yes, uh, they have a couple of those to titillate titula- titillate you. What is it called? Titillate Tid- titillate. Uh, t- Dilate, <laughs> postulate, to titulation, titulation. You, yeah, yeah. they titu- they titulate, titulate, titu- they, they stimulate the they stimulate the titulate. The you can just you can just say it it uh it's listen. It really makes you think about imposters. Uh, I'm gonna give this movie two bags of popcorn because <laughs> <laughs> it sucks ass, and I watched it in two sittings because I was so it was so fucking boring. So boring. The movie is so short and it's so boring. Yeah, I couldn't like I was just waiting for it something to happen, and I even restrained myself like I'm not gonna scroll ahead see when the monster shows up, <laughs> and the monster still shows up too damn late. Uh, so I had to give an extra bag for political relevance. And I also had to give an extra bag for inspiration to other films. Yes. So, uh, for me, it's going to be three out of five. <laughs> one for the whole family. Would I ever watch this again? Um, it, uh, maybe in political studies class, yes. Uh, as in if somebody made me. But otherwise, I can see why it is on YouTube and it is not being monetized as of right now. So this one, I'm gonna, yeah, this movie, not good. Um, This is the bad look for you because you picked this movie (laughs) and there's still good movies for us to watch. Hey, you know, you gotta humble yourself. This movie also has... It's not even like, I I, I can watch bad movies that are kind of interesting. That's like half our show. Hey! This is like, there's no way this is a cult. What is the cult appeal of this movie? The cult appeal of this is all these, uh, number one, Nenk Oso with these double D cups saying Hermosa Election 1, Babes, Jill the Sex, 
Uno de Mayer. Okay. J- wait, scroll that up. was great. Thank you, says Yoda. This is so, real. Scroll up. Jan says one of my favorite, all-time favorite creature features. Watch the countless times. There that you go. Is, that is inconceivable, simply. A pleasure to see the Canberra in action. What is that? Oh, I Probably guess. a plane. Uh-huh. Saw one fly over from down at uh, NASA Allington. Monocular vision. Pretty low level of evolution. Wonder how they got there. <sighs> uh, Eileen says, watch this last night and fell asleep before the end. <laughs> Watching it now, what a cool movie. Thanks for sharing. This is the cult appeal. Yeah. One of my favorites as a kid. I I really don't know what the appeal is. I even, you gotta love I, it. I even looked at some reviews and everyone was just like, it's just whatever. <laughs> God bless the locals. Uh, thanks for the upload. I'm convinced Stephen King got the idea for the miss from this movie. Facts, actually. Hmm. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 63%. Not bad. That's no way. Is it actually? <laughs> well, it's going to be like, that? I didn't, but it's going to be like two uh, two reviews. Oh, well, I mean. Craig Anton. Can can you just autofill this? Can. Okay, do you want me to send Can you that? do it, please? This movie, I can't recommend it under any circumstances. What the fuck did I look up? Uh, 63. There better not be a critic's consensus for this. The audience score, which has a thousand (laughs) plus ratings, is 30%. And in this case, I'm with the people. What the fuck is so good about this movie? This movie sucks. It's so boring. It's just like The Blob, where that has like 60 or 70 on Rotten Tomatoes. But The Blob has like, it's it's got Steve McQueen, it's got color, Yeah, and it's got a cool monster. It is. The Blob is better than this. It's better. The Blob is like mediocre. This is bad. Yeah. Sucks. I'm confused with the three out of five. It it's it's a mixed bag. Okay, <laughs> to be fair, it's a mixed bag. Okay. Um, I'm gonna look at my list here and find a good movie for us to watch next week. Oh, I thought I could maybe pick again. You know what? I'll I'll compromise with you, buddy. <laughs> I made a okay. new list. Pick a number between one and. Six, seven, eight, nine. Oh shit! You came prepared. Uh, pick a number between one and um sixteen. Fifteen. Uh, pick again. <laughs> pick another one. Fourteen. I uh, uh okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it because get, those were like it gets worse as it goes yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's why. I... Yeah. Well, so you're really that's really the mood you're in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just you... giving you the run around here. Yeah. Well, fourteen is up in smoke. With Cheech and Chong. Okay, is that the first Cheech and Chong movie? I'm I'm gonna double check, but I believe it is the first Cheech and Chong feature presentation. Yeah, you check it. Um, and I'm pretty sure it is actually a cult film. <laughs> this would be a good April pick, but that is that's eight months away. Who's got the time? Uh, yeah, it's 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 the first one. So we're gonna do Up in Smoke. It's their first feature length film. Like it's, a forest fire movie? Yes. Um yeah. You, yeah, you have the right idea. And it's considered and it has cult classic on the um Wikipedia page, so it passes the test. Okay. I've seen uh I've seen Tommy Chong in that seventy show. Is he like a is he like a a reoccurring character? Yeah, he plays like this character named Leo who runs a photo hut, and he's kind of spaced out. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're never really explicit as to why. Gotcha. He runs he runs the photo hut, and he employs Hyde. He's funny in that, so that should be good. I've never seen any Cheech and Chong stuff. I may Me neither. Have, I may have sampled some of their product at one point <laughs> in my life, almost. Mm-hmm. Almost certainly, but <laughs> yeah, that's what we were gonna do. I think that'll be a lot more fun than this. Sorry, um, maybe next time, um, pick movies deliberately because just so you know, we have one life. Well, I wanted to watch, I picked some and you vetoed them all. I still want to well, watch I, Hero Lesbos. I, I don't want to watch that. My pastor told me not to watch any movies that might lead me into temptation so for religious reasons i'm out speaking of temptation maybe your pastor should take his own advice if you know what i mean wait hey 
Okay, I'm not Catholic, all right? Cool it. Okay. <laughs> so, we're not watching Vampires Lesbos. Maybe, uh, you know what? If we something happens and we, uh, we'll have a last episode, that'll be the last, that'll be the movie we do for the last episode. We'll do like a clip show mm-hmm. and then we'll watch <laughs> Vampires Lesbos. Hopefully, this is like 40, 50 years in the future. Hopefully, one of us passes before then. I hope not. I, 40, 50 years? That, hey, I'm. I, You're done? 30. Hey, gimme, gimme. <laughs> That's it, it's, you know. Did you have to watch The Bat in elementary school? <laughs> they made us watch that movie. What is what is that about? It's a like a 50s horror movie about, uh, I think it was like Killer Bats, something like that. And uh, they're like plastic rubber bats on a f- fishing line. Um, why did you watch that in school? I don't know. What kind of curriculum was this a part of? Horror, horror curriculum to get the gore heads. Are you are you sure this wasn't just like you guys had a movie day and somebody had this VHS lying around and that's why it could have been that. Never heard of this movie. There's no way this is educational. It's on YouTube. Well, it's a timeless classic movie and has 1.1 million views. How many bags would he give it? Uh, seven bags. Yeah, is that uh, is that from your viewing like ten years ago? Um, from my viewing, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, maybe you know, put, you know, throw the bad on the list. Okay, that'll be list. next next um, week. But down the line, we need to cool down because you know we don't want to get we got to diversify our portfolio so that we get as many different demographics watching the show. You know how it is. So just put that off for three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> months 11 12 13 yeah just you know it's somewhere yonder over the rainbow somewhere <sighs> thanks a lot yeah no problem um shit that's it uh, there was okay just give me like a minute to brain blast this there was something I was gonna say was it about <clears throat> a future episode with Greg was it that what it's about? No. Was it about um, another movie you watched? No. But uh, what do you think about uh, what do you think about the Knicks? Um. Well, the season hasn't started yet, so. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping they can. I hope they do decent. Uh, because, uh, I mean, if I have to pick an NBA team, they're my team. I guess besides the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Raptors are classic. Yeah, they're classic. Uh, so we'll see how they do. And, uh, yeah. It'll be nice to have Greg on the show. it be nice to have Greg on the show. He's coming on 100% serious. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't even check if he responded to me. He probably didn't, that rat. Let's, let's see that. what's going on. All right, thanks a lot. All right, well, it's been uh, oh, um, well, we still have uh, a month and a bit. Yeah. Did you see that the the park theater's putting out some bangers? Yeah, I saw they're doing on my birthday. They're doing uh, Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. Yeah, could have thrown in first Evil Dead, you know. Yeah, I got nothing going on that day, but whatever. I'll take two and three. Do you want to go do that? Yeah, I'll go do that. Um, I think they're doing Big Lebowski in November, for sure. Yeah, Big Lebowski in Office Space. E- yeah, it's easy sell. Yeah, yeah, they're doing some good movies. So, yeah, I'm in. I haven't been to the Park Theater since uh, since April 20th when we saw Friday and Dazed <laughs> and Confused. I think that was the double feature. That was such a weird vibe. <laughs> That's just a bunch of crackers just sitting in that Fucking room. Fucking crackers don't understand Friday. <laughs> you got knocked the fuck out, man. Laugh. <laughs> Silence. The the you, whites were scared to laugh at that joke. <laughs> it was my bad. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have been there. I kind of ruined the vibe. Uh, I hope Sukram has some good brews. I hope Sukram. I mean, Sukram's got to have a white Russian type deal, right? He has. But to. it's gonna be beer. So maybe he'll. <laughs> Maybe he'll put some milk in the beer. <laughs> Could go for a milk brew. <laughs> like a cream brew. Ew. Maybe like a mud shake with like half of it Bud Light. <laughs> oh, fuck. Evil Dead, I don't know, like some blood red. Wine, I don't know. 
No, it'll be beer. I think it's it's Sukram's brewery. Okay, you don't Sukram brew wine. Sukram only does beer. That's Sukram's bag. He should branch out and reach a larger audience. He would make more yeah. money. Yeah, you're right. And it would be more. It would be easier to fit the theme of the movies that are being presented. Idiot. Sukram, come on. We'll have him on the show too. Don't worry, guys. That would be awesome. To have Sukram. Is, is he even a guy? I don't know, but I would like to honestly just get people who are vaguely associated with movies on the show. <laughs> And then just ask and waste their time. Yeah, just ask some movie trivia. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, like, do you see, uh, you see Pacific Rim ever? <laughs> that was that was all right. You know, if you see that kind of thing. You know, what are some movies you saw? <laughs> Name some. Name just a couple, any, and we can riff on them. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. We should do that. We will. I. Like actually, that would be funny. Well, we need to. I'm I, I'm gonna be a little bit disappointed if this big celebrity guest doesn't pan out again. So I don't know if I can take that heartbreak. But um, yeah, we'll we'll definitely. Well, we gotta have somebody. Okay. Okay, you gotta and on the show. I need your word. Will you read? I will read the. Sh- I will read the disaster. Yes. Yeah. If he res- if he responds and gives us a date, yeah. Look. No, <laughs> no. Okay, it's not luck. Greg, I, just answer my fucking DM. Greg, <laughs> he owes us ten dollars. Okay, so I'm not give, I'm not doing him any favors. All right. Said <laughs> he owes us ten dollars in an interview. So until I get one of those things, not reading his damn book. And you know what? If this doesn't pan out, I'm gonna sell it for profit. <laughs> I'm gonna sell it for a dollar profit. <laughs> On eBay. And then I'm going to give the dollar to a bum on the street. <laughs> and tell him it's from Mark. It, not it, Mark. No, and I will say, yeah, and I'll Mark. say, hey, Mark says hi. <laughs> That's it, man. Greg, wake up. <sighs> Greg, there will be consequences if you don't go on the show. And they will be life changing. They will die. They'll be die. We're not threatening you. Just think about the consequences, please. Okay, so next week we're doing the bat, or what are we doing? No, we're doing um, Up in Smoke. Atomic Rulers of the World? Yeah, it's like, there's so many of these kind of movies, and I'm like, you know, I always liked the way the posters looked and stuff, but I'm starting to think these movies are really empty and also really boring. Yeah, Mace of Lost Women is going to be tasteful, I think. I mean, at least we'll have some... Lost woman. Ooh. Alright, let's just skip to the end where the cool stuff happens. Oh my. Okay, I can't see shit. Uh, okay, five bags for that movie. Alright, next week we'll do Night of the Blood Beast. We'll see you guys next week. on our Instagram at C-O-T Podcast C-O-T Podcast and we'll review it on the show. Shake Shay and may the road rise up to meet your wheels. Was that good enough? Is that the take? Not even close. Take 174 rolling 3 2 1